Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets Talking Pro Wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the no, no Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wrestling fans, and sports entertainment fans, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair, and Jay Tilly's uh, on the mend today. He's been putting it in all weekend, and uh, it caught up with him, so... I uh, shout out to him and shout out to the shout outs. Hopefully, hopefully you feel better, brother. So, uh, so props out to him and uh, we'll, we'll uh, wish him a quick recovery. Kind of like a couple of, a couple of wrestlers this weekend, Finn Balor took a nasty one to the head. So, wow. But no, Hey, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. Totally yoked and excited for, um, literally everything the uh, the whole entire weekend was great i uh i am wearing my cody Rhodes shirt that i uh, requested be made specifically for wrestlemania night two and um you know cody did not win so you know we'll just rip the band-aid off but we're gonna go through the card and we're gonna hit it with some beards and and we're gonna we're gonna appreciate what it was for what it was it was business. We were moving the needle and we were getting we were getting some work in. We were getting the job done and I am an unapologetic Cody Rhodes fan. I don't even feel bad about it. And you know, I I respect the match, the story that was told. I didn't like how it ended because I didn't want so much interference. Win or lose, I did not want that much interference, but hey, we uh that's what we got and you know as we get into this card i tell you what i think i think i'm going to open some eyes um some eyes are swollen some eyes are uh tear tear filled and i was absolutely at a loss last night and it took me a good hour to uh calm down and i had to be to work early but hey you know got to get it in so uh shout out to your United States champion, Austin Theory, he uh, channeled some of his ruthless aggression, bit John Cena twice, and after all of that, he uh, he gets the win. Didn't, didn't necessarily think that it advanced Austin Theory's character, 
But hey, it got him in. It got John Cena on the card, and um, you know, I, I, you know, can't argue with the win. Can't argue. I mean, you could, but I mean, it would be kind of a moot point because John Cena is not going to be available unless you wanted him to do the job for someone else, and he's a transitional champion. But then you're not making Austin Theory, and that's that was obviously the job. So we'll see what uh, a town down does from here. So. He leaves the United States champion, and then we move into the four-way tag. And, uh, you know, I I secretly, or not secretly, because I'm a big uh, Ricochet fan, I wanted them to go over and get the win and continue on with a, you know, continue on with a program with whoever would win the tag team championships. But kudos to Profits. Um, the Street Profits come out with the win. It was a really good match. It was fun. There was uh, a lot of action, and that at this point in the in the night, that that was my favorite match, and I was feeling it. Like, and not just because I'm a um, Ricochet fan. It was just a good match. It was fun. There was a lot going on. Everybody was getting their stuff in, and it was just a good match. So we move on to the six woman tag. And I had like little to no expectations on this one because I was sort of confused where they were going with the match, with who was going to win and what it was going to do for someone and what business was going to be done. And I was sitting there like um, all my fingernails are gone. I was waiting for Trish to uh, turn. We didn't get that. Uh, They come out, the Becky... Lita and Trish come out the victor, and now there's some confusion. What is Bailey gonna do? What is damage cr- control gonna do? That faction was designed to put a woman fact, a woman's faction on the map and move the needle. And you know, with them not getting the win, I don't, I don't know where you go from there. Break them up and put a rocket on EO Sky. Because rumor has it, you know, we'll get into some of the other rumors and allegedly's, but allegedly the uh, hugger Bailey is not feeling it. So uh, I expect to hear hear some more mumblings and grumblings uh, in the very, very near future. So then the greatest entrance for WrestleMania up until that point was Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Uh, Ray Mysterio coming out with Snoop Dogg, I thought was awesome and a lot of fun. Uh, really harkens back to Eddie Guerrero, and you know that that was a really great entrance. That mask was on point, and you know a tribute to the the Hollywood feel to it, as well as the uh, the Hall of Famer, the Great Muda. So great uh, tribute to that. It, you know, with that mask, it was amazing. Really cool. Dominic's entrance was fantastic. I <laughs> that uh, that that was my favorite entrance of of the entire uh, thing. And, and you know, me being an older wrestling fan, I you know I like I like a lot of that. So then we go to what I think should have been the main event, and we had Charlotte and Rhea. My word, those two superstars got it in. And it was it was exactly what you want your wrestling story to be. You want your wrestling story to be the ups and downs and the emotion of the match. And you got all of that and then some. And it was 
I thought it was a fantastic match. I still believe that that should have been the main event to night one, but I understand, you know, where they were going. And I probably should have read the tea leaves as soon as that, as soon as the, the change happened. And, you know, then we get into the match between uh, Pat McAfee and The Miz. I will just tell you that event occurred. Got McAfee on the card, but you didn't get L.A. Knight on there. You didn't get L.A. Knight. You're all who's over with the fans who, you know, was on Friday Night Smackdown, was talking about what he was going to do and how he was going to get on. And you were thinking, okay, then, you know, instantly I'm thinking... Uh, Bobby Lashley is going to win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Something will happen during the match. And then LA Knight just gets thrown out. Bronson Reed is standing there. And yeah, so we've got zero, like zero good came out of that whole thing. And, you know, Bobby Lashley was there at WrestleMania, held the trophy. And then, um, you know, that's all I got. I don't, I was super, super confusing. But hey, there it is. So the Miz and uh, Pat McAfee, that occurred. It was whatever. Um, I don't like whenever people are just jumping the railing because then it sort of plants the seed, even though it was a scripted thing that Kittle was going to get involved. But that just gives people the idea. Well, Kittle did it. I can do it. I want to hop in. Like, I just I didn't dig it, Uh, but it happened. And there you go. Then you had the brothers, the Uso brothers, against the new brothers or Canadian brothers of destruction or the Canadian Zania brothers. Loved it. I thought this match was fan-freaking-tastic. It was just amazing. Everybody everybody got their hits in, and I just, man, I, I don't have anything bad to say about this entire match. I think what they were trying to do, the story that they were trying to tell, and the business that they were trying to get done, absolutely got done. Now, that first night, the fans went home happy. And they were like, woo! So now, you can't... There's so much... There's still so much to this story with the bloodline. So you can't... I'm Again... As everybody knows, my WWE brain kicks in, and I felt a certain kind of way. I have a custom. uh, The back is custom. I wanted this shirt. I paid extra for it, paid for expedited shipping because I wanted to rock Cody. Um, And I have a bunch of other Cody shirts, but I wanted this one. He went from being undesirable to being undeniable. I thought we were going to finish the story, but... We're not stopping there. So night two comes around and we feel everything that's going on and it's like, okay, whatever, you know, the entrance is, and um, if you watch the pre-show, there was a lot going on. They were outside talking to the fans and all the fans were hyped and there must've been 80 something thousand, 84,000 or something like that there. And the crowd was on it and it was great. Night one, I give it. Four and a half beards, four beards, four and a half beards. It was really great. The only thing that kept it from being perfect was the Miz and that Pat McAfee thing. And right there, I was like, hmm, that has Vince written all over it. So there we go. So now we get Vince's wet dream match and Brock Lesnar against Almost. 
And I, you know, you see almost against everyone and you're like, that's a big dude. And then you see him next to Brock Lesnar. And you can't say, oh, well, Brock Lesnar's little. Really? 6'3", 288 is little? Shoo! I wish I was little. But uh, so almost gets a hold of him, slings him. What did uh, Corey Graves said? Uh, slung him like a wet tracksuit? No, that was a hamphlet. <laughs> uh, whipped him around like a wet tracksuit. And um, man, so I thought, well, I guess uh, almost is going to get the ultimate rub and have his WrestleMania moment. But he looked strong. He looked very, very competitive. It looked like he knew what was going on. And he missed he missed a move in the corner, and you see Lesnar just start belly to back him. Those just slinging him. That third one, he actually got he got enough of his hips under there to where he was able to release him. And when he released, almost went with it and sold it. So kudos to the big man. And really, that was that was a lot of fun. That was a good start. I was like, okay, we're good. Everything's fine. I thought it was going to be kind of clunky and mechanical. And, you know, you're not going to see someone who's seven something and four something flying around. Um, you know, obviously on NXT, we saw Dijak and Keith Lee and some of those matches. Whoo, that was special. But um, I don't I don't know that almost has the uh, has the ups for stuff like that. But it was a good match. A lot of fun. Kudos to Lesnar. Hopefully he sticks around another year or so. I'd like to see what happens with this uh, merger that will be the new combat sports, sports entertainment slap fest organization. Uh, I went and grabbed some shares of both WWE and Endeavor today. They both dipped, but I'm a pretty patient guy. And when the the this company goes public, they're going to be trading under TKO. Nice. So... Uh, I don't know if that's going to be technical knockout or what it's going to be, but I'm here for it. So kudos to uh, the shareholders of both of those companies. I think, uh, you know, I think we'll see a pretty nice return. So uh, we roll into the four women showcase and it was sort of like a foregone conclusion what we were going to see. Um, hopefully Shayna Baszler is okay. She looked like she had her shoe off and she head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, all of us strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott stream the new Hulu original limited series. We were the lucky ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Potentially had an ankle situation. 
So hopefully, uh, hopefully she's okay, and we'll be able to get into a program once Rhonda and Shayna are healthy with the tag team champions. Because I think that would be a lot of fun seeing um, Lita flying off the top rope and. The work that I think Shayna could do with Becky, I think that would be a lot of fun. That ground game and the entertaining work that Becky could do between Shayna and Becky, I think that would be a lot of fun. And Shayna was fantastic at NXT. I know I keep saying fantastic, but she was great in NXT. She was one of the longest reigning uh, women's champions ever, and... She gets up to the main card and just kind of gets lost, lost in the sauce. So let's, you know, let's get her set up and uh, let's get her taken care of. Excuse me, had to uh, hit the old cough button. So then we get to what I thought was going to be the second best match of the night. And I look up and I'm like, where's Gunther? Boom. Next thing you know, he's wearing everyone out. He comes out the victor. But I tell you, the work that was done here and the story that was told here and again, there's about a lot of allegedly's going on here. Allegedly, Bailey's not happy. We're going to see what that turns into. Allegedly, Lesnar, his deal is all but done, and he doesn't know how much how much longer he's going to be around with Vince in and out of being in charge and this, that, the other. Allegedly, Vince will not be in the weeds in charge of creative. He will solely be the chairman of the board for the WWE side of this new organization. But I think we all know what that means. And, you know, unfortunately, he's a necessary evil for the next couple of years until, you know, he moves on or, you know, I, I don't, he, he goes and does something else with his billions of dollars that, um, that will be coming his way. Allegedly, Triple H got himself a $5 million bonus. Much, uh, much love to him. Hopefully he, um, he definitely has earned it, and I, I think that's fantastic not to talk about everybody's money and all that. I know uh, Vince is going to get paid pretty good, and Khan, Khan comes out of this deal with a $15 million bonus, and he moves up the hierarchy, and he'll be serving as the president of the WWE side. So WWE, UFC, there'll be this new conglomerate. Dana White will keep control, so, you know, hey, who knows what's going to happen. Then. Then a awesome, awesome showing and a great entrance occurs with Bianca Belair and Asuka. I, that was the greatest mask that she has come out with. And I just thought it was fantastic. Fan freaking tastic. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. And this was a really good match. A lot of really good work. And I honestly thought Asuka was going to come out of this. The victor, she did not. Uh, Bianca Belair got the uh, got ducked the mist and got the victory. And I guess, sorry, I should have hit the button. I think what we should have done is kind of looked at this and been like, oh, wait, oh, oh, she can't lose if she's coming down to such a huge entrance and those little kids um, were there. Those were the Compton Divas. They're a dance competition, and they, they were at the... Um, they were at the Super Bowl and they've done some other events. They were on America's Got Talent. So that was uh that was pretty cool. And then we had Shane O'Mac come out and instantly I knew, damn Vince, shoo, what is the deal, dude? So we have Shane O'Mac. I guess he needed a payday, so he showed up, blows his quad, hits the mat, 
and Snoop Diggity Dog is like, oh, wait a minute. Let me uh, let me ad lib. So kudos to The Miz and Snoop Dogg to, uh, to get this job done. It was, you know, if anybody's going to talk any smack about Snoop's elbow drop and running the ropes, that was not rehearsed. That was not practiced. That was not his... That was not why he was why he was there. So kudos to them, uh, thinking on their feet, going on the fly, and you know kudos to you. And uh, you know, Miz was very very fun as a host. I I wished we could have seen L.A. Knight or maybe not Bobby Lashley because they've already done that. But whatever. Um, no, so good time, good for them. And Bianca Belair is your women's champion, the Raw Raw women's champion. So now we have Bianca Belair, Mania to Mania, one full calendar year. She has been the champion. Great, great time. Great story. What do you do? She's beaten everybody on Monday night. Oh, it's been all hands on deck in the round. Okay, fine. So there's we got to figure out what we're going to do. What story can we tell? And we've got to get some strong storylines for these fantastic athletic women that are putting it in. And they, you know, we could, I definitely think we should have gotten a pay-per-view in March with it being Women's Appreciation Month. I definitely think that was the least that, you know, we could have gotten um, if, you know, if you're going to do, I don't, I don't even know, like well, how they did stand and deliver. They did that in the morning at the Crypto Center which is where Monday Night Raw is going to emanate from here in the next little bit. So, you know, anything is possible. They could have knocked that out, and I think that would have been awesome because there's so many women that are just just fantastic, and they could have brought the NXT uh, performers up. They could have had Monday Night Raw and almost like a ad, just a like a, um, trying to think of the right word, a Mae Young Classic kind of a thing. They come out and... You know, I'm a huge fan of the United States and North American titles, and I talked about this before. So you have all the women go at it in the ring. They come out, whoever the victor is, um, it's like the United States title. They end up getting the Our Lady Liberty title or something along those lines. Sort of their version of the United States title. How I just, I mean, there's so much more we could be doing with with some of these storylines. So. I know I uh, I've been on my little soapbox of sorts, but I, there's there's so much we could do with some of these storylines to make them so much stronger. They they did a fair to midland job with Charlotte and Rhea. I thought they could have done better. Some of their interaction could have been done better with words, less action, and some of their interactions that were physical could have been a little more choreographed. But hey, nonetheless, we got the job done. Rhea Ripley is your Friday night champion, and you have Bianca Belair is your is your uh, Monday night Raw champion. So kudos to both of them, and I, you know, they both should be very proud, very uh, very proud champions. And allegedly, Asuka is not happy, and uh, so we'll see what comes of that. I, you know, I don't, yeah. So hopefully, she doesn't go anywhere. But what incentive does she have? When uh, she goes and does all that work and the story was being told that she was the more, you know, most dominant Asuka we've ever seen since her NXT days just to come out with a with an L. But, hey, you know, 
there's still uh there's still a lot of time we've got some pay-per-views getting ready to come up may 6th they're going to be in puerto rico and i think that'll be some good business you'll have bad bunny and ray mysterio against dominic and priest so that'll be fun sort of harken back to uh a couple years ago when damian priest and bad bunny did some work so i i think there's a lot to be done then we get to the edge and demon match Woo! entrances were great they both looked fantastic their gear was off the hook and they were hell in a freaking cell and uh props to probably he just jumped up my damn dude you're a tough fool list uh finn balor gets a gnarly gash on his head to the point where they put some numbing agent on his head and stapled that sucker shut. So good, uh, man. Thank you on behalf of all WWE universe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, jeopardizing your health for, uh, you know, all of the men and women, the boys and girls back there, just getting it in. That was, that was fan. That was awesome. Great match. A lot of fun. I thought, uh, the back and forth, I started to lose a little bit of my confidence thinking that, that Edge wasn't going to be able to get the get the win and put this feud behind him and move on to the next thing. So there's some matches that he wants to get in before he's done. And uh, allegedly, as soon as his contract is over, there is talks about him uh, re-hooking uh, up with Edge and Christian. So <laughs> there you go. We're going to have a little E and C, maybe the Hardy Boys again, if uh, Jeff and Matt can stay healthy and stay in the ring. Uh, definitely be a lot of fun seeing the uh, Young Bucks against Edge and Christian. Uh, you know, props to uh, the Young Bucks. Get healthy, get back in the ring, see uh, see some work get done. So then uh, Edge and Edge and uh, Finn Balor, just a, a fan, just an awesome, a really really good match for what it was. A lot of chairs, a lot of tables, and uh, some ladders, and you know. Good, uh, good on Edge to get the win. Put that behind him. Now we move on. Now we can continue to build Judgment Day. We're gonna have to figure that whole thing out because Rhea's got to go over to Friday night, and uh, so there's, you know, there's gonna be a story to be told there. But what is that story? Now, like I said earlier, uh, I'm an unapologetic Cody Rhodes fan, and I was extremely upset, and just it made. Oh. As a fan, it made no sense. As a businessman, it makes so much sense. Because what is the greatest promo ever cut on the planet? Think back. You're a wrestling fan. You've been following wrestling for whatever. And you're, you know, if you haven't been a wrestling fan for very long, you're like, well, you know, uh, Cody Rhodes cut a really good promo against uh, Jericho and... Um, you know, the when he was with AEW, that was the greatest promo. Okay, it was really good. It was probably, at that point, one of Cody's best promos. But the best promo ever cut on the planet, and just hop on your Google, hop on your Google, and put in hard times, Dusty Rhodes. He went through hell and back to the point where he had his leg broken as part of a program against the Four Horsemen. And when he was cutting that promo, he was sitting there and he's like, I'm reaching my hand out to you. I'm reaching my hand out to you. My word. And when I calmed down a little bit, 
because I was pissed, like mad. But now, what can Roman do? What? Okay, so Cody doesn't come out the victor, and there were some shenanigans that goes on. Now, you can't just end Cody versus Roman because that's not finishing his story. You can detour a little bit, but you're still going to be connected to the bloodline. You're still going to be chipping away at the, the foundation of this Samoan dynasty and giving the head of the table some grief. Now, this was just about as close as you could get on a couple of um, on a couple of different ways from Roman getting pinned. But it didn't happen. We had uh, you know, we had the uh, Usos come out, then Sammy and Kevin come out and they put in work. They hit the Haluva kick, they hit the stunner. Usos hit like 47 super kicks. Um, they get, uh, I think they hit him with the 3d and, you know, then you had what we thought, okay, here it is. You know, you've been listening to the no shave man cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Men Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on The Floor. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.